Pickaxe. Oh, that's right. Welcome back to the mailbag. Holy boom, shit. Boom, boom, boom. Man, that's... I'm excited for this one. I I'm, I was running late this morning. I was messaging uh, Lewis and Flax, and Flax is like, oh my god, I've got a big heaving bag this morning. So, got a big uh, bag. Yeah. My bag well, Perian is even like, emailed me, forwarded me one of them as well, which I, I read. Shall yeah, I read it? Yeah, read is, that one is out. It, is it a, uh, a 100% certified cracker? This one is from Harrison. Right. Uh, he says... Hearing Lewis go on about Alan Sugar taking people for mugs, pretty rich, coming from the Yog Ventures guy. Where's the money, Lewis? You're just as bad. You may be vegan and meditate, but you were responsible for the biggest Kickstarter scandal ever. Twat. <laughs> I mean, fair play, I guess. As you can so, see, so, as you can so see, this I is like a hell of a <laughs> Yeah, twat um, is my favourite part. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I get it, dude. Um, I don't quite agree with your take on it, but it's fine. That was that was eleven years ago now, guys. Wow. Uh, but you know, I fair enough. You got me. Um, I can't, I can't be critical of other people. Oh, no, you still true. can be. That's, That's the true. thing. Though. Oh, like, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I can. Okay, yeah. good. Well, we sorted that out then. Yeah. All right, Harrison. <laughs> well done. <laughs> It's amazing that people still like even still listen to the Triforce podcast and are willing to send stuff in like that. <laughs> we have uh, we must have like uh, just a legion of hate listeners at this point. Well, right? it's been gone for so long. Or they just we're just so likable. They just forgive us for all of our mistakes. You yeah. know. Oh God, it's just it's good 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 memories. All right, yeah, Pflex, yeah. bring us bring us some. Um, Bring us some good you ones. You want some hotties? Let's, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> start with that and move up. Now, do you want to go to the most recent ones first or the furthest ones back that I've gone first? Shall we go in um, reverse order of arrival? I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm easy. I just, all right. I'll just, just go with me. this one then. Yeah. <clears throat> this is from Faye. Saw this car that clearly belonged to a mega virgin and thought it would give you guys a good laugh. Uh, not only does it have those very classy stickers on the back, uh, the, the stickers on the back, the entire rear windshield says, hashtag send nudes. Nice. Uh, and then it also has kill all wipers, and they've removed their rear windshield wiper for some reason, which I don't think is a good idea. I think that's actually technically illegal. Um, I think you need a rear windscreen wiper. Um, and then they uh, apparently also had a sticker that said, four doors for more whores. Nice. Right? That's from Faye. Just uh, why would you drive around in such a vehicle? Um, and it's got a spoiler, of course. It's got a fucking spoiler because uh, your Ford fucking Focus here, whatever the fuck, looks like a Ford Focus, is definitely going to benefit from a spoiler. Congratulations, idiot. Uh, so thank you, Faye, for sending that in. There is nice. a place called um, Killer Wipers, which I just Googled it, which is like a, 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 a fitting out shop or whatever it's called where they... Um fancy up your car you know like well, a pimp my ride type place there it is apparently windscreen wipers you know you've got to kill all those windscreen wipers i mean that is that the main focus on making the cars look better that's like <laughs> their main thing is getting rid of rear windscreen wipers. how do you wipe like what like if you're driving and it's really raining what what do you do like uh, you no just idea drive faster and let the wind take all the water off the windshield i or? don't know if people really like i don't know if it is even illegal to not have them i think it's maybe I, it's like I, an, i'm almost certain it is a lot of people can't see out their back window anyway when they've got like right but that is against or... the law as well if you have a vehicle that has a back window 
<clears throat> I think you need to be able to see out of it. Uh, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Email us. Yeah, in. that's a, a, a mailbag addendum. So, what so do you what... think the psychology is be- behind some of the the bumper stickers, like the like the four doors, uh, more room for whores, and stuff like that? I, I think that... I think there's a big there's a especially in America there's a big culture for bumper stickers. We don't have them as much over here. You yeah. tend to see people with the, the bumper stickers you have over here is. You see that little fish symbol that Christians have to put on their car, otherwise yeah. they uh, they get rounded up. That's the law these days. Then you also have their football team. There'll be a sticker like Wolves or Man City or whatever. There'll be a sticker in the back of a car. There used to be a Bournemouth sticker in a car around here. It always gave me cheer when I saw it. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. You, you know, you might see a sticker. Whoever b- they bought the car from puts a sticker in the back of the car and they never yes. remove it. That's um, t- yeah, you, that's a, a typical that one, one too. with the the family. It's like. The mum and the dad and the number of kids and also baby on board. Those are the stickers you see. Yeah, we, wait, we don't. We didn't have a sticker uh, for ours, but we had a um, like where we bought our car from. There's no sticker, but uh, this is and this is really interesting. There was a, a like a customized the license plate, plate yeah, yeah. Uh, covering, common. like like a, like a surrounding of the license plate that's, that that's had it. That's very common. That's very and common. also there was a personalized insurance disc holder you know like you stick oh, it to the inside of your, yeah, your windscreen yeah. and it had the the logo and stuff on it as well i think that's your uh, road tax isn't it not insurance i don't know maybe it's different in jersey no we it's it, it's we, we have like uh we have like an insurance disc it's like a like a paper but it is it's uh it's it's your actual insurance it's huh. displayed like right on your, your so windscreen. do you have to have, have like to have a, a, have a uk tax, sticker as well when you go to france it, like it, a, i think it says gb doesn't it yeah it's like UK, that, you, yeah it used to be no, the I case i don't I think, think it, it says uk now i don't think it i don't you don't see them much anymore yeah, we're yeah, not allowed I'm in europe i'm pretty europe sure anymore. you pretty sure you need them i thought it said gb but maybe it does used to see them all the time yeah Mm-hmm. It was like, um, it's blue with stars, isn't it? You see, you'll see them from all over the place. I guess it's like wearing a t-shirt, right? It's yeah. like, except it's on your car. You know, these people wear these stupid t-shirts, and to 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 sometimes like um like I'm with stupid or or dumb yeah. stuff, right? That's like a funny meme that that boomers think is funny. Yeah. I, don't, I think bumper stickers are just like that. You know, I, I also they're such a, 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 a what about the bumper sticker sharer. honk if you're horny? That's a good right. one. Yeah, too. that's classic. what I'm talking about. A classic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the people who like them. And the people who put them out there, especially people putting their political views on their car, first of all, you're just inviting road rage, I think, a lot of the time. But also, they're the sort of people who are like, I'll just say it like it is. And if you don't like it, you know, that's just me. That's the kind of person, Mm. someone who would say that is the kind of person who would have, you know, death to hippies as a bumper sticker. Yeah. Yes. What about the bumper sticker where it's all in small writing and the small writing says... (laughs) If you can read this, you're you're way too close to my car. Right. Yeah. But usually it has some swear words. And then the other yeah. one is, how's my driving? Dial yeah. 1-800-EAT-SHIT or something yeah. like that. That's a good yeah. one. 1-800-FUCK-OFF yeah. or something like but that. But these are all such boomer fucking They are jokes, big time. Yeah. My dad and mom would like be in hysterics if they They're saw dreadful. that yeah yeah right. i don't think i don't think any self-respecting millennial would be caught with a bumper sticker um you know they'd be they'd be removing that not thing, funny sure it's, it's a low, low what, a, what about those it's not a, like a sticker on the outside of your car but usually stick it to like the inside of your your windscreen or whatever 
but you can get it from like your local co-op store or something and it says like shop at the co-op or <laughs> i proudly shop like, at the really? co-op yeah we have those oh my god well Who that's the thing that? i think if, if the shops give them away <laughs> like, yeah they give them away might, so i think like... that's actually where this is coming from it's not from people it's from the the companies giving them away it must be like uh, certain boomerish things like nascar <laughs> or do you know what i mean things like this that that would appeal to boomers like or football teams i reckon would give away like bumper stickers yeah, for, maybe. for their football oh, they probably sell them honestly because they love maybe money. yeah and then i i think the other thing is like you see those stupid um in the front window where they have like their names um oh. above the the passenger seat of the driver's Darren seat and sharon yeah they have yeah, it in yeah, the, yeah. The, that green I'll... strip above the you, uh, you ever the, seen the those those uh those eyelashes that they put on to like <laughs> headlights and stuff my as well? kids love those dude they <laughs> fucking love them so oh, much man. i'm not actually against that sort of stuff like also the red nose they used to used to have red noses for cars very commonly around comic relief do you remember that yeah, was yeah, yeah. actively gave away yeah. what about the fucking uh like the big piece of um cardboard with tinfoil on it that you put in your so, uh, windshield you know what if you don't have those i discovered <laughs> right. you have to spend about 10 minutes in your car this is mainly in the states or, or hot countries uh you have just have to turn on the ac and wait in the car until it, the steering wheel like i was pouring water when we went to um six flags the steering wheel was so hot i was pouring water on it to cool it down and it, it, the water was just like evaporating on the steering wheel. It was so fucking hot you couldn't touch it. Holy so shit. I, I completely understand those. Those actually have a practical use. The sun use. shields. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they make sense. All right, Absolutely. let's move on to the next one. When you we'll said be here that, all day. When you said carport and uh, shiny, I thought you meant like a fake spoiler someone had added on the back of it. No, oh, yeah, no, yeah. that would be cool too, though. Imagine right, you're just driving along and it just flies off, just rips right rips off. off. Fucking <laughs> tinfoil everywhere. Uh, this is from uh, someone, I'm going to call them D. All right. Uh, and they call, they say, Python, I hope your day is going well. I was wondering what is your most drunk experience from each of you? I was trying to think what is the most drunk I've ever been. And I've remembered it. I have remembered it. But uh, it, it's not, it, it's nothing impressive happened, really. This no. was at TI, I think it was TI6. Uh. And after TI6, uh, so this is 2016, uh, one of the other guys that I, I know on the Dota scene was staying in this Airbnb that came with this rooftop garden and big enough, like it, it, as large as a full-size bar, this rooftop area was huge, had heaters, had seats and all the rest of it. And one of the other guys that was into Dota at the time uh, was very rich and he bought all this booze, like thousands of dollars worth of booze. They put it on the table and the, there was like a little kitchen room at the top of this um, rooftop area. And it was just, it was like just huge bottles of whatever spirit you wanted, loads of mixes, all the rest of it. So we finish at the after party. It wraps up at fucking midnight or something lame like that. The after parties always do. Boot us out. And normally we just sort of go to the hotel lobby and drink there. But he was like, come to the party. So we went to the party. I'd already been drinking for a good few hours at this point. I go, there's just free booze. And you just, hey, you want a, want a vodka? I like, yeah, yeah, bam. So you sink in all these spirits. And I don't normally drink spirits. And I'd forgotten how they suddenly like kablammo. They oh, absolutely they catch up with you. They certainly do, yeah. So the, I got so drunk that one of the things I'd said, I think I said it on Twitter or maybe in one of my PFLAX in the morning vlogs, that one of my dreams was to become famous enough that a woman would ask me to sign her bazongas. Right. I always wanted to do that because I remember when I was a young lad, I was I was really hot for this girl uh, that, that was at the other school over the. She was at Bournemouth School for Girls. We had drama class together. She had enormous boobs, and I really fancied her. Not just because of the boobs, but but she also had enormous boobs. And she told me that she met a comedian 
Um, and she was a big fan of the comedian and got him to sign her boobs. And he did it. And I thought that is the most rock and roll thing ever. I really want to sign a girl's boobs. So I'm at the after right. party and a girl comes up to me and says, <laughs> okay. Perian, sorry, no, a guy comes up to me and says, Perian, I heard you wanted to sign some boobs. I was like, where'd you hear that? He goes, oh, I heard of your, your vlog. He goes, my girlfriend is right here. Sign her boobs. And <laughs> I was like, do you have a pen? And he was like, yes. And he, the only pen he had was a biro. And his oh. girlfriend was right there, and she like pulled her top down a bit for me to sign on onto the top of her boob. And I was, I can't do it, guys. I, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I, I, it's gonna hurt if I push hard enough with the biro. It's gonna hurt. And he was like, No, do this, it, dude, do it. No, and this he was so working. drunk, he was sweating. I was like, I, This is not like you're here. I'm worried this is gonna become a thing. He's like, No, 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 do it. I was like, I'm sorry, guys. Now that I'm confronted with the reality of it, I don't want to do it. Thank you. And they were really upset. But I the was so drunk. The fucking man with the iron gaze. This is what it is, yeah. Flex. This, this, this is why you have that reputation. I'm too professional. But even yeah. though you were nearly nearly so drunk that you yeah. still were able to resist. That's yeah. so good. But well done. The, the drunkest point was we got back to the hotel. That would have never ended up. With, I mean, you're basically tattooing her boob exactly. at this point. Exactly. And it's a biro. You know I mean? I mean, that ain't coming off. <laughs> yeah. So we, I, we get back to the hotel. I'm riding up in the lift. And when the lift doors open, I get off with a couple of my buddies. And I just stood there for a second. I realized I, I, I had lost the ability to stand or walk. And I just wow. very slowly crumpled to the ground and just lay there right outside the elevator doors. And there were a bunch of other people in the elevator that we did not know who had clearly just arrived on their flight and must have thought, what kind of hotel is this? <laughs> that I just got out just very slowly, like those toys where you push the bottom of it up and they collapse. You know those ones where it's like, <laughs> yeah. it was like it's all yeah. suspended. That was literally how it collapsed. And my two buddies had to carry me to my room and then they just sort of left me in there. And as soon as they let go of me, I just collapsed to the floor. And they were like, are you going to be okay? I was like, yeah. And then they just, I just woke up on the floor the next morning. It was pretty good. If you have a person who is that drunk, you really do need to stay with them a while in case they're sick. Yes. Well, I was sick. I was sick immediately. Yeah, I mean, in case they're sick, but they, they're too drunk to... Oh, well, I was. they, they didn't um, want to have any part in that, so they just... This can be quite dangerous. Yeah, so it can. Be careful. That's my little tip with that. But, yeah. But I yeah, survived. I mean, God, I've, I've. That is a. That is. That's not as bad or embarrassing as as the the time I got absolutely destroyed um, when I was when I was young. But I, I mean, obviously, I got very very drunk. The, I think the most drunk was that night with the the gin, the Christmas advent calendar. <laughs> so we played a game of Civ on. Yeah. Crabs are people, clams are people. You were, and... That was the most fun I've ever seen you be. Like <laughs> uh, no flame. <laughs> That was so. Was, you were just fun, Lewis. It was amazing. I was so basically. I had to have a. Sh uh, I had a gin advent calendar. It had about. <laughs> it was a double sort of a double shot every day. That's the point. But um, I was like, if whoever's got the highest score, uh, uh, every ten turns or however many turns we were doing, I would have this shot. And so, you know, of course. I was just ahead for the first hour, <laughs> so I had like, <laughs> you had to maintain like, your lead. I had a huge amount of gin, and even though I it didn't really, I was supposed to sort of slow you down. The whole point of the idea was that, like, you know, you'd be inept at the game because you were drinking. But the thing is, with Civ, the score sort of takes time to catch up. <laughs> um, so I just, I just sort of stayed ahead, you know, because it's such a slow game. Yeah. I think it might have been a time-based thing. Anyway, I got 
absolutely he was wankered. destroyed. He was properly wankered. And I had to, I had to, I think I had to stop halfway. I, I didn't come, we did. had a break. Yeah, we went to Five back. Guys. <laughs> and I was sick in everywhere in the Five Guys toilet, which is one of the worst experiences of my life, let me tell you. I think you and called then, me, actually. I'm pretty sure you phoned me up, not from the Five was, Guys toilet, but whilst the I stream apologize. was going on. No, it was fucking oh. hilarious. People oh, loved God. it. Brewis Ginley, that's where that came from. Brewis that's where that came from. I remember but that, that was a terrible, terrible thing to do. I felt no, it was fucking hilarious. Absolutely man. awful. Um, but no, there were a couple of times when I was a kid when I drank far, far too much. Yeah, when you're a kid, that, that's myself. always the case, right? I mean, like the first time I ever drank, you know, like I don't know if you guys remember the first time you ever had beer in your life, but it's like it's kind of gross, right? The first time, like mm. it's a it's a taste that you. You get accustomed to, but when you're when you're younger, you I don't think your taste buds are ready for it, sort of thing. It's like too, there's definitely a macho element to it as well, yeah. right? Like a kind of yeah. coming of age type thing, like a feeling that you have to prove something or drink more or eat the spiciest chili. Do you know what I mean? It's it's all the same when you're like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You're always trying to show off and you know be, be you know to your peers certainly, yeah. and, and so that was a big part of it when you you know I mean obviously. You can drink at 18 here, but I had been in the Scouts, um, which I think is called Explorer Scouts now, but I think it's called Adventures. <laughs> what is that to Adventure do Scouts. I'm fascinated. I'd been in the Scouts, so uh, <laughs> I already knew that drinking was not a good thing. It was shameful behavior. The Adventure Scouts were all like 18, 19, and you oh, could I join see. at 16. And so I they see. all went to the pub. And so I ended up, you know, at the pub drinking with them when I was 16 quite a lot. It was a small village. And so, you know, I'd, I'd had quite a lot of experience getting absolutely hammered on these trips away and stuff. It was kind of just a very poorly managed drinking, like a naughty, naughty club for, you know, when you're a kid. You know, you want to try and get away with these things, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we'd have house parties and drink far too much far 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 too much and um yeah definitely destroyed a few brain cells on those and i regret regret all of it i i uh, i'll be honest with you i loved it from the outset uh, there was no period where i was like i don't really like this but i'll plow through yeah i think it was because i was poor and anytime you get the chance to get fucked up and you're poor you take it <laughs> like, yeah. honestly you're like man i can't afford more than two cans if someone's going to give me more cans i am drinking this yeah uh, and it it was uh, it was great. I, I don't think it, it is necessarily if you're poor either. I think like everyone goes crazy for free booze. Like yeah, no, like, but I'm any... saying even before you so you know you're saying you don't get a taste for it until you get older. I, I loved it right yeah. from the outset. No, beer for me like... was like that, and then uh, like I mean liquor as well. But you, but liquor is is uh, you can you can be a bit more subtle with it though, right? Like if you mix yeah. it with something nice or whatever. But I've definitely had instances where. Liquor has just caught up with me all of a sudden. You know, you're drinking and you're feeling you fine, drunk. and then all of a sudden it just absolutely mows you down, like in an instant yeah. sort of thing. You know what? I suppose actually we've been doing this podcast a lot, but I think I've only hung out with sips maybe two or three times ever in real life. At length, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like if we're both, if we both happen to be in Bristol at the same time, yeah. yeah. But that's not not very often. It's at not all. super often, no. Even then, though, like I, like I'll drink socially but like i don't i don't really get drunk i get sort of like sleepy before i get to the point where i'm drunk like so like i'll get a bit tipsy or whatever but i mean the last time i was like anywhere near i don't ever think i've been blackout drunk in my life like i've had i've definitely been very drunk but uh but but not so drunk that i've made any 
big mistakes or yeah. goofs or gaffes no, or good. anything like that. You know what I mean? Like a that's surprisingly responsible around drinking. But uh, but the older I get, the sleepier it makes me. I find like if I if I have anything to drink now, I'm just like <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed. Like it is like a dad a, 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 a Sunday dinner or oh, a Christmas, yeah. you know, if I had like a, if I had like a pint of cider or something with food. I'd be fucking dead. Like I just, yeah. I'm ready to go to sleep. Well, you need to try a cocaine instead. In that case, <laughs> yeah, you know? maybe I should. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> the key. Pick me up. That is the, the middle aged yeah. thing. All right, here's a here's another email. This is from uh, Feline Finney. Hi boys, the snapping at poetry readings. Do you remember I was talking about people going? Yes. Uh, was oh used, yeah, doing that weird thing. Yeah. So it's used to signify appreciation for the poet. It allows for a quieter response to the readings, which were often held in apartment buildings. It wasn't specific for the performance you saw, which is why your search gave you no answers. So the snapping response thing is a way of applauding without making so much noise. Yeah, Somebody calls the police, I always I just figured that that was the case because usually the places where you would see that happen, and I mean, I've only ever seen it happen in movies or on TV or whatever, but they seem to be a lot more low key right situations right it's it's kind of quiet there's no yeah. like pa there there's no loud music or anything you know it's like so it would be kind of weird to have somebody just speaking in a normal speaking voice and then a burst and then of just applause, a roar yeah. of, of of ovational applause sort of thing so it's just to me it's very hipstery cuz it always used to be in old cartoons yes when they were in a sort of beatnik place it was always the snapping the fingers to show appreciation i just thought it was funny yeah sips we got one yeah. that i think is pretty much right up your fucking butthole nice right? are you ready nice. There might not be room for it in there with all oh, the uh, hot just wheels. Just baby. Yeah. This is from Adam. Uh, I won't give the usual preamble. Well, you just did, Adam. All right. It's numerous episodes of Triforce. Sips has mentioned about the London ship pipe underneath the River Thames. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm a civil engineer. And when I first joined the company I'm currently working for, I was working on the initial stages of this product back in 2015. Yeah. Undertaking parts of the drainage and utility design. I had the privilege to go on a site visit and actually go down into one of the shafts before it was operational. I've attached a couple of pictures. I'm going to drag them now. I'm going to I'm going to drag these to Discord for you. Sips, Fuck yeah. I think you, you're going to want to see this. These are these are some pipes, baby. You you've not seen pipes like these in your life. I love I love me some big pipes. Oh yeah, I see them. Oh shit, yeah. Look at oh man, wow. the engineering is so fucking impressive. Like, Look at the. I mean that that is incredible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's that is so good. It looks like a tube tunnel, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. just like one of those vertical shafts that they dig for the, the when they're building the new like underground um, HS2 route. You, you gotta know? feel so satisfied to be involved on a project like that and see that as like the end result like it's exactly. fucking awesome man. but listen to, listen to this okay just in addition to what lewis just said it's, it's perfectly accurate i have a touch couple of pictures blah 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 it's an awesome project to work on and i like the fact that every now and then sips talks about it as it helps raise awareness of these projects and might encourage more people to take up a career in civil engineering yeah hell yeah which we desperately need in this country i leave you with the knowledge that in the engineering industry the Thames Tideway Tunnel is commonly referred to as High Speed Poo. Yeah. <laughs> just because you called it High Speed Poo, I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, anyway, that's hilarious. Cracking email. Look at the, but look at that second picture. Oh, yeah. Look at that yeah. second picture. Look at the beauty yeah. of that curved tunnel and how perfect it is. That is honestly ridiculous. Yeah. I've no, I couldn't even begin to imagine how to do, do that. Do you reckon when it opens, they should have like a celebrity or like maybe the king <laughs> come and like 
poo in it. No, you um, know what I think they should do? It. They should flush uh, Boris down it. You know, like to test, like to do like a well, like a test. Yeah, just put a life jacket on him, and then just fucking down you go, Boris. Just put a load of sewage. <laughs> we'll down see there. you in fucking wherever you we know. We got like a few the, loads of sewage the, ready to where, go. You, where they have the big digesters there out in the fucking country where it ends. Like uh, you know, they just wait for him. Like it's like a really long slide at center parks or something like that. You know, you just wait at the end. I, that's it's what I idea. think they should do. That's how they should open okay. every every piece of civil engineering. They should just... Just flush Boris down Just it. drop some MP down He'd it. He'd be down yeah. for that. Yeah, I think some MP would. They all, forget about them being on Strictly or the Mars Singer Hell or any yeah. of these fucking garbage shows. Yeah. We should fl- flush them down a ship pipe. Yeah, yeah. Into yeah. the Thames. I watched no, um, I watched the documentary recently about the, uh, the Queen... Is it the Queen Elizabeth line? it's not it's the best baby it's amazing i feel like i want to call it the jubilee line but the jubilee line exists that already already. exists yes that was built so it's the the newest line the queen elizabeth line which costs like 10 billion or something to make it was a bit delayed covid delayed it as well but it opened this year right like earlier this year and the engineering around it is insane like they use some old but they had to sort of retrofit some old buildings and attach new stations onto them without because a lot of the old stuff is listed without damaging it yeah some of the brand new stuff is just fucking insane how how deep it is putting the escalators in and everything i tell you what they the the stations look like on like the cross section it looks like some resident evil umbrella underground lab it does they're amazing yeah because it's like a a, a winding staircase going down like a mile into the ground and then like an elevator shaft and then like these like weird little sort of yeah. rooms. Yeah. They had it's... to move these like high powered fans in, like to form the ventilation system. Cause like if there's ever a, uh, like a, cause it's like so far down or an accident yeah, yeah. or whatever, they got to yeah. basically extract smoke or everybody was dies. Was it July down or something when it opened? Well, either way, I, I went on it and I think I, I, I did a pub crawl where we went all over it and I told yeah. you guys about it. It, it yes, really is, did. it really is a beautiful line. Yeah, I well, know the, it seems the, silly to get excited Brand about new it. trains, all the trains are brand new. Like, I think oh, man, we're it's... about the age where we're okay to get excited about trains, guys. I think we could have <laughs> yeah. hit that. It's crazy, you though, mean? how much that we take for granted, right? Like, like anytime you leave your house, there's a road, there's drainage, there's sewage, there's lights, everything. And we, we take it all for granted. Nobody ever thinks, like, how this stuff gets I fucking there. love trains. I've loved trains ever since I, I bought Transport Tycoon Deluxe back in, back when I was, like, 16. Yeah. You know, Choo-choo! Um, uh, in the big box, the big PC box. Remember those big boxes that were, like, massively oversized for the games, where all yeah. PC games yeah. were sold in them? And I, I bought it and I took it home and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But fortunately, oh. the AI knew even less. Yeah, and um, no patches in those days either. Game just wonderful time. Shut up, yeah. Because if you needed to patch something, you need a disc for it, right? Yeah, and there was no place to download stuff. Well, no, but sometimes you'd get patches on in a magazine. Yeah, yeah, a PC gamer or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, here's another one. This is a good one. This is from Sam from Australia. Uh, This is an unexpected encounter with some gentlemen at at the gym. This guy was working out, have his usual time listening to the latest Triforce at the gym. Screen was open and beside me, with the Triforce cover image visible on the screen. After I completed my set, two massive men, who seemed to be in their 50s, walked up to me and said something that seemed like an insult. 
but I wasn't too sure as I had my headphones in. I proceeded to remove them and heard one of them say, you must have a tiny dick. At first I was offended, <laughs> telling them to fuck off, until I realised that the other man was showing me his phone screen, and he was also listening to the latest Triforce episode. I then proceeded to laugh while apologising, and he ended up helping spot me on my new personal shoulder press record. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of fucking scenario that you guys envisage. This is exactly what I was hoping for. I know. <laughs> it's all come together. Oh, man. You want to cause these, like, almost you cause a fight. I love Sims. that. I love that. I love, but, but everybody has to feel so good after the fact when that there was no that, fight, right? Like, it's such like, a disarming uh, thing. Friendships no? are formed in well, such a bond. Uh, only because there was already arms raised. You're, you're, you know? you're, 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 the first step to making a new friendship immediately is humility, right? You're just like, I got a small one and I'm not scared <laughs> to say it. That's true. It's that good. True. It's a good that's really very good. positive. Very, yeah. very I mean, no positive. one's posting that on their Tinder profile, no. I hope. Well, but, um, I get, they'd only get notes from other Triforce listeners. I don't know. I mean, you know, if you're if you're a, a Triforce uh, fan, you want to hook up only with other Triforce fans. Put it in there. Yeah, just whack it in there. Let's get, give us a report yeah. on whether you get any. Uh... I'm just wondering, like, if you're, for example, like, if you're heterosexual and you're posting on your Tinder profile, I have a tiny penis. Yeah. Do you think that gen? I think generally that's going to turn women off, right? If you're a woman and you post, I have a gaping vagina, right. I don't think that's going to turn men off, right? So I don't think men are going to be I, like... I think they would. Certainly, uh, certainly okay. many of the internet men out there, uh, you know, uh, g gaping vaginas is certainly a, a thing that they think is, is a real thing if a woman has, has been promiscuous. Right. That's, right. That's, that's it, right? So I, I think see. It, yeah. okay. So how so about it's this? Got its own Instead issues. of actually putting out in full letters... I have a tiny penis. Just put Ihatpa. Like just the acronym. Ihatpa. Ihatpa. Yeah. Or Ih That is so cryptic. Or yeah. Ihagva. So cryptic. Or Ihagva or Ihatpa. You put that out there and other trifle sisters will know what you're talking about and no one else will ask. You just put it somewhere at the bottom, Ihatpa. No, but you they just might just ask you what does no, but no, 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 no. Yeah. this will not work. This will not work. Why? So people will ask you what does Ihatpa mean? And then you say I have a tiny penis. No, he just said, oh, don't like, worry about it. No, but they think you might be part of some weird tiny penis club. No, Do you know what no, I mean? no, no. You could no, even no, just no. make sure that the, the first four letters in your bio of the, the, the of the first five lines... You could change the T to be lines. all sorts of things, though. You could say, it means I have a tender penis. I have a throbbing penis. Yeah. I have a... Um, Temporal portal. A tight... A tactile... <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of things you can change. I have a timepiece. <laughs> I have a timepiece time from the 18th century. <laughs> oh, man. All right. all right, this one's from oh. Gordon. Um, Gordon, hello. He's a 23-year-old Scottish lad studying artificial intelligence and cognitive science at a uni in the Netherlands. Re-listening oh, to right. old podcasts keeps me company when I cycle back and forth to my classes. I've been listening to the Man, podcast since right. it began. Gordon, 23 years old. What's he smoking, like uh, uh, 100 smoke a day him. or something? It's a hard life up here, Sip, you know? <laughs> Your voices used to cancel out the nightmare sound of the Scott Rail Glasgow <laughs> announcements when I was at college. I'm currently writing my thesis, and that made me curious about what you guys wrote your theses on. As I understand, you all have technical degrees. Oh, I didn't have to. Right. I, I went to college, so I didn't have to write a thesis. I think you. Um, I, I did a final project, but I thought in yeah. order to write a thesis, you only had. Wasn't that for a master's? 
Uh, maybe it's a it's university stuff in Canada anyway, thesis and all that. I mean, I, I went in... to university. We didn't have to do a thesis. We just had to do a final year project. It was like a I just had to write a computer program. Yeah, I think thesis is something to do with like furthering your your degree, right? Like like masters or PhD. I thought, and all I that thought kind it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's my masters. I did one. Um, I'm just trying to find it. I don't actually know the full title anymore because it was a long time ago. But it was it was to do with the Michael edition reaction. My uh, my final um, project for for programming in uh, in college was we had to write a uh, multi threaded chat application in Java. So I had mm. to write software to host a server, and then I had to distribute in the lab to ten other people that were in my course. Uh, chat client and they had to open the client on their computer and connect to the server that I created and chat for like 10 minutes without it all crashing and mm. throwing up errors and stuff. That was my final project. Mm. My final project was a little thing. It was uh, it was it was a <clears throat> sort of a message board where you could post pictures and, and updates of what you were up to. You could connect with other friends. Um, never really took off. Sold it to a guy called Mark. I hope right. they did all right with it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like uh, if it's the same mark all. that I'm, if it's the same mark that I'm thinking of, he was quoted recently saying that uh, being the CEO of this company that I'm in charge of uh, feels like waking up every morning and getting punched in the stomach. So I don't know is if it's what, worked out too well. Is that what Mark well Zuckerberg actually said? Yes. Wow. Yeah. God, I wish that was true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's... I can't find it. It's gone. It's okay. lost in the mists of time. Well, what I did a, a, additional my... message from Gordon. P.S. Some of your AI conversations have been really interesting, and I frequent the comments sometimes to see what the keyboard warriors are typing. Yes. I can say wholeheartedly oh, right. that 99% of AI, or at least AGI, which is artificial general intelligence, is philosophy at this point, especially regarding what consciousness is, so there's rarely any wrong answers. Thank you, Gordon. Appreciate that. Appreciate you saying that. Appreciate you. Keep it up. Thanks, Gordon. Here's one. This is in response to something that we spoke about um, a few episodes ago, actually. I am Thomas from Germany, and I love listening to your ramblings while doing mindless tasks on the computer. As the topic came up again as a recent mailbag episode, I remembered that Lewis, being Lewis, left out some details in his recounting of the documentary. This is the one about the doctor, the fertility doctor. The doctor had rheumatoid arthritis, which excluded him from being a sperm donor. <laughs> and which unfortunately has been inherited by several of his kinder, uh, children, sorry, excuse me, children. <laughs> he, uh, did, he did not just lie about the sperm being from anonymous doctors and other people from the nearby hospital. He also replaced sperm samples from, from the husbands and partners with his own before impregnating the unsuspecting women. Many of the children apparently live within a 40 kilometer radius within each other and are around the same age. Therefore, they themselves and their children sadly do have to be concerned with consanguinity while looking for partners in their era. Yeah, in other of words, course. That's so true. They do. Related. There's a bunch of... Yeah. Um, there are a bunch Bank of problems. Oh, yeah. This is a, it's a very I, I, Crusader I, Kings problem that's been created here. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to look for uh, uh, lusty geniuses. You're trying to find a perfect uh, betrothal and um, the text in the dialogue box says, careful, this could result in their yep. children becoming inbred. So exactly, uh, yeah. I guess I, I, I hope I wasn't too positive on him. I didn't think I was. I just 
I, I don't know. There's, there's we made light like, of it, and I a think fine line, there's, right? it's much worse than we made out. I think is is the summary. We we did we definitely, it's definitely didn't, bad. We didn't lord I mean, the guy and say definitely oh, not okay. Well played, doctor. but also I don't think it's the crime of the fucking century. It's pretty bad. Um, it's pretty, pretty bad. bad. I I would say that that's... it was a different time though. It was in the, you know it was a very different time. Well, so it was the World War Two. We're not going to say that that you wasn't. You can't exactly try to justify this. It's just pretty bad. It's it's pretty fucking bad. It's, it's pretty, ruined a lot of bad. people's lives. Pretty damn like, bad. Really bad. Yeah. Uh, did it ruin them? Yes, it ruined them. I don't think. I think they decided to let it ruin them. Oh good heavens! Oh All right, my well, God, man. So, there's so, a hot so take it's for so you. it's the victim's fault. I'm going to check your ratio on this one. <laughs> They're not victims. Oh well, okay. oh, has he okay. committed a crime? Yes, he definitely has. Well, then they're victims, well, right? Well, if you're a sovereign citizen, they... mate, he's not in prison, is he? No, I don't think he has committed he, a crime. I think he absolutely has, and he should be. Uh, in my no, opinion. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with it, and I think it's gross. But I, you know, I just think that, like, sometimes uh, I just think it's also gross that some of the people have a mindset where it is poisonous to other people you know it's like you're just finding this out and the first person you meet imprints with their mindset on you that this is a terrible terrible thing you've been wronged and your life is now ruined you know oh yeah I think they so, were very happy up until that yeah point. so that sort of thing is um, obviously i remember we us talking about it now and saying that essentially it's almost like it's almost like um would you want to be told something that is going to completely change your opinion about everyone you know and, and your life and all the rest of it yeah what good can come of that is it essentially yeah. if you there had is, never there is told literally people, no upside right. yeah from this if you'd never I'm not told saying, them you know, would they be happy i'm not saying people shouldn't educate themselves about stuff and you know it, but it's, in some cases ignorance is bliss but also your take on it and your personal you know you have to work through these things and make a choice about whether you're going to let this ruin your life you're going to let this be like okay look i think some of the people are crusaders um with a very fixed mindset that this is an incredibly negative thing and it should ruin your life. Right. Um, which is incredibly, incredibly toxic. Well, they're um, upset. And so I think some of the... And when you're upset, yeah, they're you upset, try but... to find comfort in sharing... No, but they're, they're not upset. upset with they are, other people. They are terminally upset. They are poisonous for years. They, they have a... a, 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 a They've dedicated their life to discovering their siblings and ruining their lives because their life was because they've allowed their life or they've taken this mindset that's incredibly negative and poisoned everything in their life. And now they want that to happen to other I people. The, I mean, this wouldn't have happened if that person hadn't done what he'd done in the first place, though. It, you know what I mean? Like they're 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 upset, rightfully so, and they've and through their through their grief and upset, they think that other people must know the truth because it's, you know, essential or whatever. I get it. Some people might not want to know that or might not need to know that, but there's no accounting for the fact that somebody's upset about something. I mean, mm. think of the last I, time I, you I, were upset about something, you weren't a hundred percent rational either. Like it's I think even the doctor an emotional like, response to it, it totally is an emotional response. But in in some cases it's this um I just didn't like the approach that they were sure, doing. Do you think the it, it, can, can it I felt just like can they I were just chip preachers, in here? Do you know what I mean? Or like 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 Mormons coming do, do, in do and Do you think uh, that that in a way letting it consume your life is accepting that this has ruined your life and and furthering that that ruination by becoming so focused on it and then telling everyone else about it as well um in a way isn't a positive response to this situation i think is what Look, Lewis i think is, that, is I think that what you at. can do is right 
this doc, this sperm doctor guy, you know, he basically, sure, he he thought he was helping, or at least that's the impression that he thought that you know these are women who can't have children for whatever reason. I'm going to help them. You know, we can't get the sperm, so we want these people to have children. They were had children. They were happy. They were fine. Thirty years later, they find out that the doctor has done things that weren't uh, illegal, They're but were unethical. certainly not morally very okay. And 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 it's resulted in them potentially having rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. Sure, who you know, or not, not. just that, um, but they but, also have to be careful about who they because they because yeah. they have no idea who they're actually related to because absolutely this guy behaves sure. so unethically. Like it's so my, it my has longer is, term effects. Is there really no law against this? Like probably, he didn't probably break not because any it, laws. No, but the thing there there, there's probably no. no he never did. Um, strict laws against it because it's not something that happens commonly at all. Like there, there, there's probably I'm like sure there, uh, a handful well, this was of like cases a, like but this. But this was at the very founding. This was at the very, very first time that this sort of fertility treatments were being done. Yeah. Right? These are the first test tube babies, if you like, right? right. Or whatever. Like you know, these these were this wasn't even, this was even before test tube babies. You know, he was just you know turkey basting <laughs> other people's sperm up, up women. You know, basically. Yeah. That sounds like um, an average weekend, honestly. Which is not. Anyway, look, the whole point is that, you know, if you're if you imagine if you found out that, you know, you this this had happened to you, you know, it's like it's like sudden it's like this can of worms that that, that I you, thought can, you said you have he was basting have... sperm up there. He's sending well, no, but, putting no, cans what of I'm worms saying is, up there. No wonder they're having problems. When you find out that this has happened to you, if if no one found out, and it probably wouldn't have affected a lot of these people, right? Almost in any way, um, sure, you don't want to end up, you know marrying your brother by accident but you know i th- i think that and, and so they should they should know that this is a thing but i think that the people who were doing it were doing it and reaching out in a way that was wrong right it's like these people sure this is a, this is a traumatic event for them right and you need to approach it in the right way and they need to talk about it with probably someone who's a trained therapist or someone who's rational what they were getting was crazy woman Right. Um, yelling at them and and doomsdaying them, so they were really upset and and tra- traumatized. It, this woman is traumatizing her brothers and sisters. That's what that's what the problem I had was mm-hmm. right okay. in her language and in her crusading nature. Right, you had your your you. There was no. If no one knew about this, maybe someone would have accidentally had an incest baby. But because people know about this. All of these brothers and sisters, their lives are being massively traumatized by this woman who is clearly traumatized. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Let's move on. It's Let's like, move on. I, I think it's, it's a good it, point. It bothers me. Yeah. Here's another. Here's a completely different one. Okay. This is completely different. Sips, this is gonna. This is specific to you. Right. Uh, I was listening to the recent mailbag episode. Heard Sips talk about how driving in Jersey is absolute hell. Interestingly enough, despite having never been to Jersey. <clears throat> or even know anyone from Jersey, I know this to be a fact. <laughs> and the reason they know it is because they play a lot of GeoGuessr. And right. when you try to guess your location on the Google Maps, I've managed to win multiple games on Jersey rounds because I've come to be able to identify it for its particularly narrow winding streets. Yeah. If it kind of looks like a mix between the UK and France, 
doesn't have UK license plate, has very tight roads, almost always Jersey. Yeah, um, really? And he learned this from a Northern Lions well, what about stream. Guernsey? Well, well I guess the, it could be Guernsey. It could be Guernsey he, too. But... He learned this from a Northern Lions stream where Northern Lion mentioned Sips when making the guess that it was Jersey. So yeah, go. he got it right too. He mentioned, he, he got it, he got it right. Like, uh, I, I saw the clip and I, I think I almost recognized like, where he was as well. It's, I mean, it's a small place, but I mean, you ought to remember it's an old place too, uh, much like parts of uh, rural England. You right. know, you had roads designed for uh, horses and carts, right? For for agriculture. Yeah. And uh, all they've done is just pave them over with tarmac. So I mean, also, yeah. you guys don't have motorways. We'd have right. like an avenue on the front, but no, right. no big motorways. So it's forty-five square miles. There's no exactly, but I mean, that, that's the, there isn't a big need for for large roads and everything. No, no one's gonna, no one's going anywhere in a mad hurry because it's not going to take you long to get there anyway. Sure, but the the problem is, is that there's lots of like what they call green lanes, which appear to be the size of a one-way road. But they're two ways, so. Well, that's that's common all over the UK. If sure, you drive but in the, you're, in the countryside. you're trying to get you're trying to drop your daughter off at her gymnastics lesson, which is at like a fucking house in the country, right? And then there's three other houses that use that same road to go to town or whatever. So somebody has to park in a field so that somebody can go by and stuff. Yeah, and do it, they not have the little tuck in? Sometimes they bits. do. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, yeah. But honestly, I, I I do not think that's specific to Jersey. Anyone that drives anywhere in outside no, of exactly city, like it's that like in the that country, all so. over yeah, of course. City. But yeah. on average, people aren't. You know, like if you live in the city, you're not you're not just driving in the in the countryside all the time. Like uh, like no, uh, of like a hundred percent of our driving is this. Like because you yeah, yeah. you can't help but be driving in the countryside, right? So yeah, you're basically a series of small villages and yeah. one. Small and it's town. and it's hilly too, so we have like lots of um, lots of roads that are that are quite steep, so lots of hill starts and stuff like that. So when you're learning to drive, yeah. you you have to learn how to uh, how to hill start. What's and... the what's the best season to come to Jersey? Would you say? Spring? Oh, summer for sure. It's seasonal, summer? right? Yeah. So yeah, like no, now, I'm, I'm, you know, you know, mid October through to about. Uh, April, uh, a lot of stuff closes, like hospitality, okay. like I winds think, you down. Know what? We're gonna fucking come over. I'm yeah, come family. over in the we're summer, man. The baby will be bigger. Like, uh, it, it, nice hotels. Like, if you like seafood, holy shit, there's like tons of seafood. Well, no, uh, we were gonna stay with you. You can stay with me. We got a tent. <laughs> we could set you up in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> stay in the garage. Yeah, you, yeah. you could stay in the garage. There's no. No, uh, no, we'll get it. We'll good get it. lord. You sit on my kids' bikes uh, to to, <laughs> to rest your 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 keister. You, right. I know you're running out of space with the people you got there. Man, yeah. so right. definitely a squeeze. Here's a here's another email. Then this is from Theodore. Uh, hello, Ted, Chris, and Lewis. I quite, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I, uh, my name is Theodore, and I live in Sweden. Nice. In episode two two eight. You guys talked about how different less known lesser known TV shows and movies are in the Anglosphere, but are very popular in other countries. So a very popular TV program in Sweden is Kala Ankus Julafton, which is Donald Duck's Christmas Eve. Nice. The program is about 60 minutes long, consists of different short films featuring different Disney characters. The program first aired in Sweden in 1960, starts at 3 p.m. every year on Christmas Eve. Every Swedish person has seen or at least knows about this program, and it has a near-religious following. However, I've heard about this. In 2021, yeah. they broadcast it at 3.05 instead of 3 p.m., caused an uproar 
and people demanded it be returned to the <laughs> schedule broadcast. Amazing. This is one of these weird little it, um, there's always li- Christmas traditions, yes. right? Yeah, there's lots of little weird Christmas traditions in like what is shown and stuff too, right? Like a lot yeah. of people say that they watch Die Hard because it's a Christmas movie. And like yeah, it, tedious. It, it is, I guess. But like it's a great movie, don't get yeah. me wrong. But that conversation is very tedious. I yeah. said before, it's a conversation and a, a debate, if you like, that people have at a pub with people they don't really know, work colleagues, yeah. stuff like that. Someone who's like, like drinking games. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. actually needs drinking games if you're with friends. You only need them if you're with people you don't really like or or know. That's the yes. only reason you'd need that. And it's the same with this kind of fucking debate. Anyway, carry on, Chris. Sorry. The um, <laughs> when I was a kid, the the big ones for for Christmas were. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the uh, the animated one from like right. the sixties or whatever, uh, that was always on. And uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, um, right? So, so another Disney one where it was uh, it was a Christmas Carol, but it was you know with Mickey and Goofy was uh, was uh, the um, Bob was it not not Bob Marley uh, Jacob Marley right? But it was Goofy Bob and, Marley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Scrooge McDuck was uh, was uh, was Ebenezer Scrooge, Scrooge yeah, obviously and I would uh, like to and- know if if the Star Wars Christmas special is the Christmas special in any country in the world. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Someone somewhere is like, nowadays, sit, sit down, kids. It's time for the Star Wars Christmas holiday special. I would love it if that was... If nowadays, that was for my kids, it's like... And, and probably yours too, Flax. It's like, it's all the Julia Donaldson stuff, right? The Gruffalo stick Yeah, but they're man, too old for it now. Well, yeah, this yeah. is not the same though, right? What this guy's talking about is something that is ingrained into their culture. Yeah. It gets yeah, it's played every been, year and yeah. everyone knows about it, but yeah. no one outside of that country knows about it. And yeah. it's a bit weird. We yeah. don't know? have that, it's I like, don't think. It's, no. This is one of those things where, you know, the Swedish people say, oh, don't you watch, um, you know, Jag Tag Jula Jula every Christmas? And we're like, no, of course yeah, we don't. It, this is off the back of the conversation about the German show, right? The, about the, uh, the the rich woman and her, her waiter or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Same yeah. as last yeah. year, mum. Same, yeah, that's year, the same one, as yeah. every year, James, or whatever. And it's, yeah, I guess one. like the closest we might have is like the John Lewis Christmas advert or something that's been going for a long time. What about, the, what about the Coca-Cola Christmas ads? I guess everybody gets those, you know, like the holidays are coming, right. holidays are We don't coming. have a show, it, but it would specifically need to be a show made by a foreign country that we have adopted as a Christmas ritual. And we I it is, it is cannot think strange. of anything like that. No, I cannot I can't. think of anything like that. I mean, obviously there are things that everyone sits down together and watches like the Queen's, I guess it'd be the King's speech this year. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's going to be weird. But, Hello, um, Merry you know. Christmas. <laughs> peasants. I, uh, <laughs> please don't look at my puffy hands. <laughs> Avoid looking at them. Obviously a frightful year. Mummy died, uh, which is very bad, very sad. Uh, thank you to everyone that stood in the queue while I was viewing <laughs> her body. Uh, talking of queues, I was in a queue the other day. He's just going to ramble and complain. <laughs> yeah. Waiting uh. for a bus, which I've never done in my life. I've got to say, the bus was filthy and disgusting. There was a young man on there. He said to another young man, I have a tiny penis. Uh, if this is what the country's come to, really, it's I was shocked. Have a good Christmas. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> All right, that is enough of that. Thank you, everyone. Uh, that was a mailbag. We'll see you next week. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.